Between writing notes, filing insurance claims, and scheduling with clients, it can be hard to stay organized. That's why I recommend Therapy Notes. Their easy-to-use platform lets you manage your practice securely and efficiently. Visit TherapyNotes.com to get two free months of Therapy Notes today. Just use promo code JOE when you sign up for a free trial at TherapyNotes.com. Welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. So this is a three-part series. Melissa and I teamed up to discuss all things health-related, well, when it comes to health and fitness. And I wanted to ensure you received all of the information you needed to pursue a healthy lifestyle. I feel like most of us women struggle with body shaming. In episode 11, we discuss what your personal trainer refuses to tell you. In this episode, I'm being interviewed by Melissa on her podcast, Bomb Mom, where I teach about instant gratification, shifting your mindsets, especially when we lack confidence, by finding that happy middle. So grab your pen and paper because you're going to want to take notes. Enjoy. everyone and welcome back to the Bomb Mom Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Vogel, and I cannot wait for this episode. We have my friend, my confidant, my partner in crime when it comes to our insane life with our three girls and everything. We have Veronica Cisneros here. Say hello, Veronica. Hey, girls. <laughs> Don't wait for your intro. Just let everyone know you're here. Let them know you're here. <laughs> It's about to go down. That's right. That's right. So Veronica is a licensed marriage and family therapist, motivational speaker, and I love her because she, like, just like me, she lovingly calls out insecurities and doubts and teaches women to challenge themselves for what they are. I just, I adore her. and You guys are going to learn so much from her today. So when it comes to like stepping out of your comfort zone, Veronica is seriously your best bet. She ensures that stepping out, women are able to experience like true transformational change, uncovering their inner goddess. And like, let's be honest, just a complete badass they've always wanted to be. Like, are you guys understanding now? Like why we get along so well? Like (laughs) she like helps women like truly become empowered and unapologetic. That's the name of her, her podcast that you guys have to check her out empowered and unapologetic like boom it just makes me want to like have a fake mic in my hand and just pretend i'm dropping it every time i say it boom (laughs) Boom. hell yeah like it's hell yeah but (laughs) she just she has unique challenges and just this personal this personalized touch on the way she coaches and i love that she just inspires everyone that she talks to um, she helps just a ton of women learn how to go and learn how to let go of perfectionism and instead face their emotional wounds and insecurities. Like, oh my God, I love that so much, Veronica. Like, <laughs> fucking love it. Okay, so today, you guys, and you're probably all wondering, like, what the hell does this have to do with health and fitness and everything? <laughs> <laughs> everything. 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 Like, these people who are listening, they're kind of used to, like, me telling them the things that, like, no one else will tell them on their fitness journey. And I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> that infomercial, like, no one's going to tell you that you becoming an inspirational person is really going to help you lose 10 pounds. Like, no one, no one talks about that shit, right? No. So today, you guys, with Veronica and all her experience and knowledge, I mean, she's like a full-on amazing therapist. And just if there's anything that you want to know and uncover, like she's your go-to girl. And so today, combining that with health and fitness, we're going to talk about food. Oh my God, my favorite topic. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about food, our relationships with food, and how we self-sabotage. And the the perfect example before we get into anything, like, because I want everyone listening to this to be like nodding their heads going, yep. Yep, I fucking get it. Like, yep. So have you guys ever come super far on your fitness journey and you're like eating right and you're doing good and you're like, damn, I'm good. You know, oh, I can just have this. And like, before you know it, you're back to where you started and you've completely sabotaged all of your goals. Like, yeah, yeah. Who's raising their hand and nodding their head? And they're like, yeah, I've totally done it. It's part of that roller coaster that we've been on. So today we're going to talk about the reasons behind that. Why do we do that? Why Why do we go in the pantry and like freaking binge on whatever we can find knowing, knowing that it's not right? Like we should stop, right? Veronica, have you ever been here and done this before? <laughs> oh, girl, I'm telling you, you put some onion rings in front of me with some ranch and ketchup. It's on like Donkey Kong. It is on like Donkey Kong. I'd like down. to say, I'd, right? I'd like to say, oh no, you know, I'll pass. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need that. However, in reality, yeah, it's that you see it. It's that instant gratification. It's that instant, you know, validation that I deserve these damn onion rings, you know? And so in that moment, I get to experience true bliss, right. you know? Well, it depends on where the onion rings are from, but... <laughs> But yes, absolutely. It's just it's just the way we respond. Right. You right. know, we want we want that instant gratification. So why do you think why do you think we do it though? Like like really deep down, like why do you think we know that it's bad to go and binge on the chips at like eleven o'clock at night? Do you and a lot of people say, Oh, I know I was just bored, I shouldn't do that. Like, what do you think's really behind like mentally when we do these behaviors knowing that, hey, I could have fucking ordered that salad at the hockey game we went to, and I didn't. I ordered the fucking burger and fries knowing that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, because we think we deserve it. Like, I deserve it. Yes. I deserve to go ahead and eat this. I've had a long day, or, you know, I've worked so many hours, or I went to the gym and worked my ass off, so it's my turn, and I deserve it. And, you know, I'm not really going to gain five pounds if I eat the burger. I'm not really going to gain, you know, 10 pounds if I eat this, which, which is possibly true. However, again, you were, we're going to this instant satisfaction and we're going into this feeling so much comfort versus being able to go ahead and sit in that discomfort And, you know, we think about right now, right now, I want this right now, you know, the minute I taste it, the minute I grab the donut, whatever the hell, you know, it sounds so great. And I'm sure for your listeners are like, Ooh, donut glaze, cherry filled, like, you know what I mean? Or you a twist, like we go there and that's where our brain takes us because we romanticize the food. Yes. That's instant gratification versus us looking in the long run, where do we want to be? Where do we want to be a year from now? Where do we want to be in, you know, during summer for the rest of our lives? Is that where we want to go? 
that's too long-term. And for most of us, we want instant gratification right now. I mean, hell, look at, look at Amazon. He's taking down everybody because we all get that instant quick fix. Right. That's what I was going to ask you too. Like, do you think, I, I know I talked about this recently. I'm not sure if it's in my group or my last podcast. I don't know. All the days are blurring together. Um, but <laughs> like, like our society with like, oh my God, my cell phone's not like, it's not loading fast enough. The internet's co- not coming up fast enough. Like, oh, I want to swipe. Oh, I want to like, oh, you know, do you think that that plays a role? in, in our food oh, and God, our journey yes. too. Absolutely. You know, um, I was scrolling the other day through social media, um, because I do a lot of my posts on there and, um, I find inspiration on there too. And there was so many women with these great bodies. And it's like, that's the, the immediate, like immediate instant thought was there's no way that's ever going to happen. And it, I, I like stopped myself and it was like, what the hell was that? Why, why did I go there? And well, because we've maybe I've never experienced that, or maybe none of us have ever experienced being that small, except for when we were like 15 years old, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we we don't believe that it's possible, and because we don't believe it's possible, we won't do it. In addition to that, we know how much work it takes to go ahead and get to that place, and it's easier for us to you know it's easier for us to say, oh, you know, she has good genetics. Well, screw that. That's not necessarily true you know, doing my own time, my own self-sacrifice in inside of the gyms, I've recognized it's, it's not that this is, this just comes easy to anybody. There is a lot of work. And each time when I'm at the gym, I tell myself, you know, everybody in here is going through something similar. We're all Mm -hmm. going through pain. We all have goals that we want to meet. How bad do you want it? Right. How bad do you want it? That if I'm able to go ahead and lean in and challenge, challenge that initial thought, well, then the minute that donut, the minute those onion rings come up, I will become familiar with that discomfort and that that instant urge, that instant impulse to grab will turn into something else. It'll turn into self-discipline. It'll turn into motivation, which then turns into confidence. Right. And that's ultimately what we're lacking. Yeah. Oh, totally agree. Completely agree. Another attributor to this lack of confidence, and we'll go into that more, is that negative self-talk. You know, again, we don't believe we can do this because we've never done it before. And, you know, I want you guys to think about the last time you accomplished a goal. For most of us moms, we'll do everything we can to support, you know, our kids, our husbands in accomplishing all these goals and making all of their dreams come true. However, we don't really invest any time on us and we're so busy doing all of the things for everyone. We get caught up in it and sometimes forget to eat. I'm, I know I'm guilty of it at times. Mm-hmm. And so in those moments, that negative self-talk becomes very, very real, which only diminishes that level of self-esteem. Right. Does this and sound so familiar, this ladies? This sounded familiar? Right? <laughs> so we get to this place. Yeah, we get to this place of not believing we can do it. And so we don't. However, the minute I, the minute I grab that damn donut... It's going to provide me this instant satisfaction. And now I've developed this unhealthy relationship with food. And in so many ways, I'm abusing it. Right. And then you're like so hard on yourself after. It's like sometimes the guilt, like if we could just know like, hey, you're going to feel like this extreme guilt when you're done, dude, it's not even worth it. I think that we would like second, you know, guess it and probably put it back down. But like this instant instant gratification and good feelings followed by like oh i feel sick and then like the terrible guilt it's like up and down and up and down and so many women experience this all the time like all the time Absolutely. It just breaks my heart 
And, you know, I want to challenge what you said a little bit, because yes, it's on point. However, sometimes in that moment that, you know, we're right in front of whatever food, whatever snacks, we don't give a shit. You know, we, we don't care that it's that, you know, we're going to, we're eating poorly and we don't care that, you know, we broke our, our cycle or we broke that, you know, whatever healthy way of living in that moment. It doesn't matter. Right. It's like instant fucking mode. (laughs) Exactly. And it's that way because of what we're currently experiencing. You know, I I can easily say, okay, put the damn donut down, put the damn donut down, walk away and let's go ahead and look at the birds. Let's go ahead and count the trees. You know, I could do that. However, you're going to, you're going to be like, girl, give me the damn donut before I take you out. Like, let's just be honest. Like, girl, you stand between me and this, you're going down like Donkey Kong. It's happening. Right. You know, however, if we can go ahead and help identify and understand where this comes from, because I'm going to tell you right now, ladies, I've been there. I'm, I'm in it sometimes with you. Unless we've been doing this for a long time and this has been our routine, it's very difficult to start. It's not impossible. And so if you can give yourself grace and know that, you know what, for right now, this is where I'm at for right now, it's not going to be forever. Then you'll be able to identify this unhealthy relationship with food. Then you'll be able to take action. Yes. And I think that that whole just hold on just that discomfort that you talk about. I love when you talk about that of like, like this too shall pass, but just learn from it. Learn from it. Yes. Yes. That's hard. Riding that wave of discomfort. Go ahead. It is. No, I was just going to totally agree with you. It is that that's really tough, like to be uncomfortable. And I always say to like, get, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like that's not easy. It's not Mm -mm. easy at all. And and I, I say it a lot more with like physically, like, Hey, you know, do these burpees, they suck and keep going. But like your work and like mentally and emotionally, it's even harder. That's harder than physical to me. Absolutely. Yes. So, you know, when we look at working out, it's the same thing, being able to go ahead and complete those reps, even if, you know, I've, ad- I've admitted this to Melissa. There are times when, you know, I've even done this on my Instagram, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the gym. And I'm feeling so insecure because I'm doing a new move that Melissa gave me. Thanks a lot, Melissa. You're you know, and I'm doing this new move and it's this new exercise and I'm uncomfortable because like I'm donkey kicking the air and I'm like leaned <laughs> over and like trying to position myself. Right. So I still look hot. You know, if my husband just happens to pass by or, you know, whatever, um, and, you know, or, or even, even worse, if that girl is walking behind me who has that rocking body that I so wish I had you know, I'm feeling insecure. And I think for most part, for most times, I mean, it's been my experience. I'm not sure about you guys. Um, but most times it's the women that we're most insecure around because it's like, damn, I did this to myself. I did this to myself Mm -hmm. and it's easier for us to say, well, yeah, I did this to myself and I'm so far gone. You know, what am I doing? These insecurities are so overwhelming. They're so, they're, they're so overwhelming. And I feel defeated by them. Let me get the hell out of here and let this girl use the bench because she knows what she's doing. I have no clue. And again, leaning into those insecurities, leaning into that fear and saying, no, screw that. Hell no. I'm going to be on this bench. I don't care if all of the benches are full and I'm going to go ahead and complete this set. And yes, I might be doing it wrong. However, I'm doing it. Right. I'm doing it. And that's what I mean by giving yourself some grace. It's girl, the fact that you even thought about, Hey, maybe I shouldn't have had, you know, 15 donuts or 10 donuts or one donut, whatever it is. I don't want you to go ahead and get to this place of, you know, criticizing yourself or judging yourself. Okay. It happened. Now what, now what, what can we do next? Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yep. What's what is one tip like? Uh, and I know I'm totally throwing this off you because I, did, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this. No. <laughs> What's Let's do one it, girl. Let's tip go. of like, you know, because I think a lot of women get in that position in the gym of like, oh man, like I'm doing it wrong. The whole insecurity thing and like the lack of self-confidence. What's one thing that they could do that would help them in that very moment? Like, what do you do to move from, God, I must look like a fucking asshole right now to, no, I'm going to do this. Like what, what, what helps you switch that? Is it a word? Is it a th- like visualizing? Is it just recognizing, stopping, adjusting? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take it two ways. Here's the first one. I'm going to give you my answer first. Okay. For me, for me, it's looking in the mirror. Like I will force myself. And I know ladies, I, I don't know when the last, I'm going to ask you, when's the last time you looked in the mirror? You know, and I'll look at myself and what am I doing this for? I'm doing this for me. Like you do and this in the gym? Like you make yourself look hell in the gym? to the yes, yes I do. I love hell that. to the yes, I do. I love that. I'll look at myself and I'll ask, why are you here? Why are you here? Why did your ass wake up at five in the morning, four 30 in the morning? Cause yes, it happens. I run two businesses. So my ass needs to be at the gym that early. You know, why, why are you here? And in addition to that, you're sacrificing your sleep, right? So, okay. So something has to give, something has to take place. Yep. So it could be a complete waste of, it can be a complete waste of time and you're asking, get up and leave. And then you didn't put any work or or you can realize that this moment's temporary. And yes, this sucks. Yes, this is uncomfortable. Okay, so now we're over that. You realize, yes, you're, I identified where I'm at. There's insecurities. All of these thoughts are coming up. You know, all of these, I get flooded with thoughts. Yeah. You know, you're doing it wrong. You're not enough. And then I look back in the mirror and it's like, okay, why are you here? You're almost done. Keep going. You might be doing it completely wrong. Who gives a shit? You're here. Thank God you're here. Keep moving forward. And it's that, it's that, it's that talk that I, that, that motivational speech that I give myself that it's like, no, hell no, I deserve it. And yes, I, I already made the sacrifice when I woke up and got out of bed and put on them damn stretchy pants, you know, that, you know, I, you know, I'm like tucking my belly fat in and, you know, the freaking sports bras that don't fit my boobs, you know, I'm squishing it all in there. I already did all of that. I paid, I paid a big price to be here. You know, Stephen Covey says in order for change to happen, in order for you to develop a new habit. You have to know what to do, how to do, how to do it, why you're doing it. And this is the key one. And I don't think he, he uses it as key, but I'm going to use it as key because I noticed <laughs> I, I use this in therapy too. Do it. You have to actually want to do it. Yes. You have to actually want to sit there at the gym. You have to have to want to go ahead and lean into that discomfort. You have to want to feel uncomfortable and get used to it. You have to want to go ahead and challenge all of those thoughts that come in. You have to want it so badly, right? You have to want it so badly that you're willing to lean in and ride that wave. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we get to ride it with you, right? Absolutely. And I think, I think a lot of people say they want it. <laughs> and yep. then when it comes down to it and it's like, okay, let's take the next step. What's, what's the next step? Oh, like, you know, for you, it'd be like joining your program or me joining my program. Like that, Hey, that's just the next step. They're not willing to do it. And I'm like, dude, you, you don't want it yet. Like you're not even willing to take that one little first step. Like I haven't even fucking thrown a burpee at you yet, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or whatever. Like you haven't even got the part yet. And you're already telling me like, um, yeah, I love that. That's true though. So yes. So, so with that, 
you know, um, I want to make sure the ladies know that, okay, so yes, let's say you're there. Let's say you're already, there's, you're, you're, you know, you're already coming up with some form of resistance. You know, that's true for all of us in, in different scenarios. You know, it might be working out. It might be in relationships. It might be, you know, with us growing and excelling in school. It, 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 we can use this approach all, all around. So what is it? What is it that's holding me back? And, and this is where we go into that emotional mental component. What is it? What is the script that I've said to myself over and over again? What have other people taught me about my level of self-worth and my ability to grow? Oh yeah, that's right. I've been told I'm not enough. Oh yeah, that's right. I've been rejected over and over and over again, and I've been completely passed over. So how in the hell am I going to develop this ability to lean into the fear when nobody's ever taught me? Right? Yep. And that's where that grace comes in. You know, nobody's ever taught you any of this. You know, for most of us, especially as moms, we've been taught a complete lie. We've been conditioned to put ourselves last. And so for you to go ahead and do the, you know, go on to this healthy track and develop this new way of living, guess what? There's going to be resistance and that's okay. And expect it to stick like right away. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I always use, and and tell me if this is wrong. I always use, um, (laughs) I always use like the moment that like you decided and like that you, you want to do it. Like you're like, no, I'm going to do this. Like, this is going to suck, but I want to do it. Like I have to do it. Like your should becomes your must. That moment that you decide, I always tell like the women in my group, like that's your birthday. Like that's the day Mm -hmm. you were born. Okay. So Mm -hmm. when you're on this journey, that day that you were born is how many months old you are. So let's say, you know, you started January and now we're in March or whatever. So we got January, February, March. You're a three-month-old baby. Mm -hmm. Why do we expect 10-year-old, 14, 15-year-old behavior of like, no, you should know better. You should have some habits and you should be able to walk by now. You should have some discipline done by now when you're only three months old. And I try and tell them like, this is how you should look at your journey. So even if you've been into fitness and health and wellness for two years now, right? You're just, yep. two, you're two years old. You're two. Are you walking? Are you feeding yourself? Are you doing good things? Like, yay, great. But like, you're not going to be perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And that takes time and patience. And like you said, giving yourself grace and realizing and like identifying like, how old really are you on this journey? Are you really going to get mad at that one-year-old because they're not like self-sufficient and giving themselves a bath? <laughs> you know, like, yes. like, like, no, nobody ever taught you these things is that's why I say it's, it's almost like a rebirth thing. So I love that you said that about like, no one ever taught you these things. No one ever taught you yeah. how to stop your thoughts and identify it and give yourself grace and like put yourself first and like, mm-mm, mm-mm. you, you yeah. it doesn't even matter if you're four years old, you have a lot to learn and it's going to take time. Yes, absolutely. And I, I love that. I love that you said that, you know, you have a lot to learn, you know, and again, as moms, we have this, we wear this badge of, um, we wear this badge of honor with, we can do everything for everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's driven by the enemy, which is perfectionism. And so the minute we see ourselves, you know, what we call failing, the minute we see that we're not doing it right, that's when we tend to go ahead and lean back and pretend like it's not happening. 
one thing that I've noticed that really works for people is, you know, I tend to ask the question, especially with anybody I interview on my, on my episode, on my podcast, I'll ask them, even the experts, what are you doing right now? What are you doing right this second? Not what you did yesterday, not what you're going to, you know, what you did five minutes ago. Like, what are you doing right now to live the life you want to live? And you get to go ahead and say that, you know, well, for right now, I'm giving myself grace. I don't know what the hell is going to happen in five minutes. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, two months from now, whatever. But for right now, for right now, this moment, I'm giving myself grace, you know, and then tomorrow you get to ask that same question. And each time, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to become more and more aware of the things that you're doing for yourself. And in addition to that, that you just as you're just as good as everybody else, you know, your family, you're just as good as your kids. So you get to go ahead and take that time and, and, and nurture yourself and, and, and honor, honor your body, wherever you're currently at. It, it's not where you want to be. It's where you're at right now and what steps you're taking towards your goals. Yes, absolutely. Oh, why can't, why can't women just like, talk and work with us every day all the time and we're just going to make a really really good people like, you know no matter what just sign up with veronica sign up with me she's gonna take care of your body i'm gonna take care of your body and it's just it's just powerful oh i love it i love it um let's talk about one thing really quick the dreaded or maybe the you're looking forward to it cheat day can we talk Ooh. about cheat day really quick? Yes. And what yes. surrounds that? Because I know we've talked about that before briefly, and I wish we were like would have recorded when we were talking, seriously. I um, for us. So much behind cheat day. And it's such a popular word. Or well, actually it's two words, right? No, but cheat day, I don't know. I don't know. Two words. Two two words. Okay. (laughs) It's like two of the most popular words in like the fitness world. Like I literally hear the words cheat day all the time, even in the gym. Like people are talking about it. This weekend is cheat day. Oh, and it's my cheat day. Oh my God. So what are your thoughts behind the, the, these two very powerful words of cheat day? Yeah. Well, so in some, you know, people argue that cheat day helps people stay consistent. You know, it's, I know I've fall, balanced, I have fallen dude. into that. It's ca- balance. <laughs> right. Um, I have fallen in that category on, on several occasions. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't wait for cheat day. I'm going to eat the pasta. I'm going to eat the enchiladas. So like it's, it's happening. Green enchiladas. <laughs> I have to be specific. <laughs> let's be specific. Um, <laughs> let's be specific. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. We end up celebrating it and it goes back to romanticizing, you know, this, our food and we, we, you know, we'll go ahead and do all of the things up until cheat day. However, that's also, that's also what's preventing us from living this life that we want to live. Here's why I remember, and I'll, I'll, I'll share something personal. I remember there was a time that, um, I was so back and forth, right. With all of these diets and doing all the things and, you know, no carbs. And then, you know, I went on keto and I, I did all of the things and I see results, Mm -hmm. you know, however they were temporary. And I finally got to a place where it was like, you know what, screw it. I, I can't do this anymore. And I'm so tired. I'm so tired of, you know, not being able to go ahead and eat whatever the hell I want when I want and I feel like I'm constantly punishing myself. Like, what the hell is this? I don't deserve to be punished. And so I remember I just decided, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to do it 
for this entire month. Then I gave myself a month. Oh God. (laughs) Right. Then I decided to give myself a month. And so the minute I said, I kid you not, Melissa, the minute I said, okay, I'm giving myself a month. I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want and see what happens. Like I'm going to do a little experiment. And so the minute I finished that sentence, I was like, wait a minute, I'm hungry. And I was on the freeway. I don't know where the hell I was going, but I was like, you know what? Oh my God, the hat, the hat's right there. They have pastrami fries with all of the cheese and all of everything. So it's like, boom, it's happening. It's, and I just remember getting so excited. Like it was a little kid being told you get to go ahead and walk into Toys R Us and buy and take everything. Whatever and I was going to skip whatever you want. And I was going to skip and I was going to slowly go down the aisles and just like, that was me. I was totally like hyping it up in my head. And I remember being in drive through and it's like, yep, I'm going to get a root beer. You know, they don't have root beer floats. I would totally get one, but they don't have it. So I'm going to do a root beer and I'm going to do the pastrami fries. No lie, my mouth's watering. I'm I'm just being honest. And so I'm like doing all the things. And I remember saying, you know what? I deserve to just stop driving and I'm going to go ahead and eat this in the parking lot. And I remember parking <laughs> so I could see, like, so I can have a good view. I'm telling you, we romanticize it. It's Dying. like a drug. Yes. It's like a drug. Such a good and word. And I will tell you, it is a drug, right? And so there I am making sure I have the perfect parking spot where I can see the most action. And mind you, Sam's Club, Sam Club, Sam's Club is right across the street. Like it's not nothing big, but I, it was big to me. Can and I just so say, I'm like, all right. Can I just say you remind me of the <laughs> meme of Winnie the Pooh with his honey pot in front of his lap. And he's oh, like, yeah, let's going down. It's like, <laughs> like shaking his shoulders yes. back and forth. <laughs> it's to- yeah, total happy dance. It's going down. And so there I am. I'm eating it. It's happening. I'm feeling like this is the best day ever. I gave myself permission. Oh my God, this month's going to be on point. And ate it and felt so, like, just so bloated. And it just, it hurt. It hurt in so many ways. And it wasn't even that I went into self-sabotage because I didn't. I told myself I could do whatever the hell I want. However, I also realized, wait a minute, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing right now? And I'd like to tell you all that I stopped there. I'd like to say, you know what? I learned from my, from that mistake. And I learned from feeling disgusted. I learned from all of those, you know, uncomfortable feelings. However, I didn't, I kept going. And the next day I did the same thing and I did it over and over. And I remember being in session. I remember being in session at one point and I remember like trying to really lean in. I was sitting down, I was you know, running a group session and I'm leaning in and I'm getting into it. And I'm like, Oh my God, my, like my, like I'm having a hard time leaning over oh God. just because I'm so bloated and I'm losing, like I'm losing, it's hard for me to breathe. And so it was like, oh my God, okay, I have to sit upright. And then I remember my body shaking and it's like, what the hell is Uh, going on? What is going on? mm -hmm. And so at that point I realized, okay, wait a minute. You went from one extreme to the other. Why? Why? And so I started asking myself, right? Why? Why'd you do that? Why, Why would you do that to yourself? Well, because again, it didn't work that way. So let me try this way, but they're both extremes. So finding out what is, what's that middle for you, you know, and you might have to write this down. Like, what is, what is my, my, my middle identify if there's a problem. So I don't know if you want me to go over steps, but I can, if you want me to. Sure. 
Okay. So, you know, the first, the first step is, you know, I would say is identify the problem. What is the problem? You know, do you feel like you're restricting all the time? Do you feel like, you know, you're avoiding certain foods and you're going, you know, all day because you don't know what the hell to eat because yes. you don't want to eat another freaking salad, yep. you know, and you, you're limited with what recipes are out there. Like what, what is the problem? And be honest with yourself. Yes. You know, what is the main problem? Right. And the second thing, how is it impacting your life? You know, I know with me, I was frustrated. I was tired. I just wanted to just stay away from my kids. I remember there being a point, and I, I shared this on one of my podcast episodes. I remember there being a point where I couldn't even, I would create an argument with my husband so he could get the hell out of the closet when I was, when I was, um, when I was changing. I didn't want him in the room. I didn't want him to see me naked. And my husband's like, really touchy feely is going down. But I was just like, I would create an argument. Yeah. And, and I would like force him without him even knowing to get the hell out of the closet because it was, and it got to a point where whenever I would get dressed again, I never told him, I feel uncomfortable with you being in here. I did later on and we talked about it. However, for the, for that brief, you know, that couple of weeks, I remember being this way. It got to a point where Willie would say, girls, your mom's changing. Nobody in the room. Because I would go, like, it, it would happen. It would go down. Now, I wouldn't necessarily go postal, but I came close. Right. Right? Because it was just, I, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel secure. And that was totally so being, impacting your life. That, hell yes. Yeah. It was impacting my relationship. You know, um, it was impacting my ability to spend time with my kids because I didn't want to go out anywhere. I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want pictures taken. I mean, you name it. Yeah. So being honest with yourselves, how is this impacting my life? And, you know, I would say the third step is, okay, well, I'm here. What am I going to do about it? What am I willing to do about it? And really think about that. You know, we could easily say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. All right. Awesome. Do you even have a damn gym membership? When's right. the last time you went into the gym? You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's take it back even smaller. You know, maybe I'll call local gyms or maybe I might get my ass up and go for a walk down the street. And then take it to the next step where I'm walking around the corner and then take it to that next step because you have to develop a new routine. Because remember, we've been conditioned to believe we're not enough. We've been conditioned to believe that we're not going to go ahead and succeed. Mm -hmm. So these are small instant goals that you'll go ahead and achieve quickly, you know, and the fourth step would be consistency. How often am I going to do this? And again, it's okay if you say, I'm going to do this one time a week. Awesome. High five. You're amazing. One time a week. Cool. I'm going to do it once every two weeks. Psh, all right. Golden. Stay there. Stay there. And then reassess after those two weeks. Reassess right. after, right? And, and continue to do that. Yeah. Because I think people think hit, they set way too big of goals, you know, and they're like, I'm yes. going to do this for like six months or like, you know, until, until this, or like, I'm going to do this until I've dropped 30 pounds. And it's like, dude, like, whoa, back off two weeks. Mm -hmm. I love that you said two weeks, like do it for two weeks, then reassessed. Yes, absolutely. I, I love these four tips. I hope you guys all took notes, but if you didn't, it's in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but those are perfect. <laughs> Identifying the problem. How is it impacting your life? What am I going to do about this? Or what, like you said, what am I willing to do about this? And be consistent. Mm -hmm. Like you guys, those are like the four most golden nuggets that she could have ever given you because it's true. That's how you're going to find where's your middle. Not one extreme, not yes. the next. Where's your middle? 
Oh my God, Veronica, this was so perfect. Like I could keep talking with you forever and ever. And lucky for all of you, we're going to, because we're going to do a part two. What, what? Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone's super excited. Try to stay on the road if you're driving. Um, but we are going to wrap up this episode because we could just keep talking forever and ever and ever. But we are going to have a part two. So make sure you guys come back, keep listening, and we are going to talk... I'm not going to lie. A little bit about some sex. Yeah. More about Mm -hmm. what we see in the mirror. Oh my God. I can't wait. Okay. So you guys, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to rate and review these podcasts. Check out Verona's podcast and we will see you all next time. All right. Bye. What's up ladies. Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash course. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host, practice of the practice, or the guest are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. 
from ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I'm Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober, from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories, and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.